<laughs> Those are Ped's type of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only the best, baby. Mm-hmm. Sniffing their own farts. <laughs> Iowa got a huge recruit today, Brett. Casey Care. Yep. <laughs> I got three beers ready to rock. This better not take three beers. <sighs> I got shit to do. All right. I'll try not to talk too long, but we better get started. <laughs> if we're yep. done by nine, I'll be happy. All right. We're pushing that. We're pushing to be done by nine. You got it, Steve. Stop talking so much. <laughs> pushing. Yeah. We shouldn't be pushing. It, we should just almost... cut all the Christmas stuff. <laughs> cut all the Christmas stuff out. It's almost an it's entire It's a four minute episode hour. talking about dead fish <laughs> handshakes and then it ends. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Ruining Friendships. <laughs> That's what we're good at. Do what you love. Yep. Another episode of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. podcast. I'm singing all cheery because it's Christmas time. Yeah. And Stop it's it. episode 39. Back half rhyme. That's a half rhyme. You hear that? Ding, 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 ding. Sleigh bells. Ding, 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 ding. Christmas time. It is not Christmas time. You guys know what we're doing for this episode? I read the notes. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Okay, okay, okay. Faces okay. of death. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't, I, don't, I don't hold as such strong ill will towards the season as Steve does. However, what I will say is that you coming in like this is just, you're just trying, you're just pushing buttons. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. You're just, right, I will try to tone it. I'm just trying to get Steve to go AWOL. And uh, I'll be honest, I don't want to be here alone with you. So I need to screenshot my, my, my square when we record because all I see is mustache up. Yeah. And it hides the double chin. And I look, I look good. So you're saying if you didn't have a mouth and a chin, it'd be attractive. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. I'll go bottom lip up. Now we're talking. <laughs> no, I can see ah. your entire mouth. I liked it better before the mouth. Yeah. Just the stash. It it makes it there look like your microphone has a mustache. I realized I was trying to like do mine, but my microphone's barely in the camera. So you know. <laughs> yep. hello. All right. I'm sitting I'm sitting on a couch, so <laughs> there you go. And it looks like a Christmas couch. Or my basement couch. <laughs> I'm your host, Adam Lefartere. Mm-hmm. Joining me as always. In case you guys don't know, that means, that means oh, Adam Farter. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna cut yours, <laughs> but leave the reaction. That's all I'm gonna do. That's um, all I'm gonna do there. Jesus. As always, Brett Hans Gruber. <laughs> Han. Hello. Hello, Brett. 
Uh-huh. You could have and... just said Brett Hans Gruber. That's what cool. you could have done. Dang it. Didn't think of that one. I could fix it in editing, but I won't. And Steve, <laughs> full of the Christmas spirit, his Clark Kent prominent Christmas movie has a Clark in it. I, whoa. How you, how you doing, Steve? Look at Adam making every possible half-baked <laughs> Christmas connection. Half-baked ideas. Half-baked Christmas connection. That sounds oh. like a baking uh, uh, a baking competition show. Yeah. Yes, sounds sir. Like a terrible one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Came from Adam, so I mean. So obviously. Think mediocre. what you will on that. Yep, mediocre at best. <laughs> All right. Well, hop on into it with some thoughts. By the way, uh, winter, I suppose, is officially coming. We've had some nice weather here in Iowa, but couple days from now we're gonna get dumped on according to the weather so for our listeners out there and for you too specifically specifically snow where we're gonna get dumped on snow we're we're not we're not actually having someone shit on our chest (laughs) we're gonna get snow we're not going for the cleveland gonna be quite a bit yep (laughs) we're going for the december dreamer yes sir i don't know Adam does like having cows pee on him. So. <laughs> Clearly. <clears throat> he could be talking about the steamer, too. He could, that's fair. That's fair. That's for me to know and you to find out. Wow. I, I'll i be honest. Don't care to find that one out. It, it exfoliates the skin. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> moving on. All right. I'm, I, I wanted to. Soil fluffing package, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring you guys. Some daily observations. <laughs> every now and then, every now and then, when I notice something, um, I'm going to try to remember it, write it down, and bring these daily observations to our listeners and to you guys. So, no. my daily observation for this week that I noticed was that when I was rotating my couch cushions, oh my God, rotating couch cushions is incredibly satisfying as you flip them and move them around, and get everything all nice and fluffed up again. Okay. Who would have thought? And the first few days sitting on newly rotated couch cushions where you normally sit, it's glorious. Nice, fresh, firm cushion. Those have been your daily observations. Rotating I, couch cushions. You could almost call never them. Would, never would have guessed. You could almost call them weekly observations since you only talk to the audience once a week. But um, <laughs> good call. <laughs> I was, I was, I was good. Unless you're going to talk about like a bunch of nope, them. But I'm going to make that note. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, I was going to give you a little bit of defense until I heard what your your thought was. And now I kind of don't want to, but uh, I was going to tell the audience that when Adam says he'll write it down, you know, if he can remember, he's going to try to remember to write it down. I know that that sounds like an easy operation to most normal mm-hmm. people like you, me, or Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for Adam, it is truly a her- uh, yeah. I can never say this, so why do I always try to say it? Horrendous? No. Heinous? Herculean. 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 Mm. I never know the emphasis on the syllables for that one. Herculean Mm, effort that takes Adam to remember, A, to remember, and then to B, to actually write it down when he remembers. It truly is a thing of wonder. So, Uh, But then I heard that his thing was about flipping pillows which fine sure but then that it changed his life which i mean i guess that tells you a little bit about ped so mm-hmm. 
or maybe a lot. Who knows? And these have been Good your observation. weekly observations. <laughs> weekly observations. I like it. Yeah, let's just steal that. Why not? <laughs> um, oh, one more Brett, thing here. Oh, I got I got something to tell Brett though. <laughs> uh oh. Brett. Usually not good in my favor. <laughs> Brett, Steve, I got a wit- I got a witness a Pedersen feat of amazingness yesterday. Oh, oh, oh. yes, he Let did. Let me set up for this. It's a real thing. It's I'm, a real thing. It was the craziest thing. He threw his hat and it landed on a chair and stayed there. What? On the yeah. back of the chair, though, the narrow part and it balanced. Wow! Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a picture and send you. So everyone can see the distance. Whoa! From from here, it was like four feet. From here to there. (laughs) PFA baby, one of my Uh, weaker ones, but still amazing nonetheless. I I (laughs) if there's one thing that I don't sense in this statement, sent you guys a Snapchat. It's definitely not sarcasm. (laughs) I don't, not a hint. I can't. I just not even. (laughs) uh for those of you being everyone other than adam the snapchat is literally showing a love seat steve's in one part of it and he's showing me the other part of it uh so yeah half a love seat distance i mean and he threw it to the green chair whoa guys (laughs) we're talking maybe three to four feet Wait, it bounced too. Feats of amazingness. No, that's Patterson feats of amazingness. <laughs> Glad you could witness it, Steve. I would clip that, but we literally will never need to use it because I mean, true. Got to have a feat happen first. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Okay. I One guess more thing here before we can. <laughs> One more thing, Patterson. Did you know? No. Here's a nice little did you know fact. I, I didn't know this. I found this I out s- a few days ago. I still don't know that it. Chicago is actually <laughs> the 48th windiest city in the United States. And it's called the Windy City because an editor for the New York Sun back in the day named it that because he said Chicagoans were braggers about <laughs> their city and full of hot air. Mm-hmm. But as the city built skyscrapers and everything and the way they built them it formed a wind tunnel and then it became really windy but according to some survey it's only like the 48th windiest place in the united states currently what's number one out in my mind i've number one out adam i didn't look at the list i just heard when i was listening to it was 48th they said number one was someplace in north dakota i believe that too i crazy huh oh having physically been been to chicago i still gladly say that's one of the windiest places i've been to it was of course there's cedar falls that's always a high one up there elta it's a fair bit of wind um neither here nor there but yeah i uh, it is i will give you that's pretty interesting that (laughs) the name kind of came before the reality but then they made it closer to our reality but yep. nobody calls it the windiest city. Just the true. windy That's city. True. So, yep. Also, Guy Fieri <laughs> called Chicago the best food city in America. In America. Oh well, I mean, he's so, your lord and savior. Stamp of approval. You kind of have. I'm not to even going to do that. any research. It wins. Best food city. <laughs> Guy Fieri said it. Has to be true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
you guys ready to read about wiener pills? Oh, wow. Wow. Um, yeah. Hey, way to just jump right into that. I mean, Steve and I don't <laughs> ever read about it. So, I mean, are we ready to hear you read about wiener pills? I guess it's the real question. Yep. I know. You're going to try to get a sponsorship out of them, Ben? <laughs> That's the goal. All right. <laughs> I mean, it is to be time. a commercial saying you take wiener pills. This episode of Backroads and Bonfires brought to you by Hard-Ons. How do you get them? Viagra. All right. It is time. Is that a doorstop or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> Touche. I didn't see that one. It is time for another segment of... Weird news. Oh boy. Don't touch me with that. Who? (laughs) 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 Welcome into Backroads News. I'm Michael Adamson. Taking Viagra slashes Alzheimer's risk by two thirds. Research suggests. Scientists claim the love drug may help boost brain health and cut levels of toxic proteins that trigger dementia. Experts analyzed data on 7.2 million U.S. adults and found regular users had a 69% lower chance of being diagnosed (laughs) with Alzheimer's over the next six years. Medics say the findings published in the journal Nature Aging Suggest the little blue pill could soon be prescribed to tackle dementia. Speaking of nature, how about pitching a tent? Oh my God. They are now planning a fresh study to test the benefits of sildenafil, the genetic version of Viagra, in early Alzheimer's patients. A team from Cleveland Clinic looked at whether any of 1,600 approved drugs could be repurposed to tackle the underlying causes of the disease. Lead researcher Dr. Faizhong Cheng from Cleveland Clinic's Genomic Medicine Institute said, Sildenafil, which has been shown no significantly, whoops, shown too significantly, improved cognition and memory in preclinical models presented as the best drug candidate. I bet the other drugs have a bone to pick. Oh, geez. Dr. Jack Audi, lecturer in medical sciences at the University of Tasmania, said, this is exciting stuff, but I think research process will be rather hard. (laughs) (laughs) And Dr. Catherine Hall, senior lecturer in psychology at Sussex University, said sildenafil could be used to boost brain power by improving blood flow. She added, it does seem that the drug is doing something. I think we can all see that. (laughs) She said, while sildenafil is most well known as a treatment for erectile dysfunction, it's also used to treat high blood pressure in the lungs. In this study, researchers also found that it is used, uh, it is, whoa, that its use is linked with fewer cases of Alzheimer's disease in American adults. The researchers conducted lab-based experiments to give an indication as to why the drug may have may help impact diseases like Alzheimer's. 
but these early stage experiments would need follow-up in more thorough tests. Backroads News reached out to the study, the study center and was told many older gentlemen are looking forward to being study patients and added that their wives will need to help them for a bit when they get home. For Backroads News, I'm Michael Adamson. <laughs> uh, did, you, did you see the dad joke you missed? No. Uh, I don't know if he was a doctor, but somebody that was quoted. Wait, is it something you said? No, it was in the oh. story. By saying I you missed. missed it, it's it's in your story. All right, what did I miss? Uh, there was a gentleman that was quoted. I don't know if he was a doctor. I, I wasn't paying close enough attention. Uh, but his last name was Audi. And uh, it's a good thing he's <laughs> oh, not in. Geez. Good thing he's not in any, if you know what I mean. Hey, oh, <laughs> uh, oh, did I miss that? That's uh, right there. Right oh. there. Oh, rookies. <laughs> I'm, I, these stories have got me thinking that the three of us together, we're going to, we can do some fun pun sec- segments. Oh, boy. There you have it, boys. Looks like we got something to look forward to when we get older. Dementia? <laughs> Alzheimer's? <laughs> well, hopefully we don't have it. We just no, might I... have to we might just have to stay in the house for at least four hours every day. I <laughs> I uh I know dementia is nothing to joke about. However, I look forward to forgetting most of my life. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh <enough>. man. <laughs> Maybe it's just going to become a normal thing where like guys are just walking around with chubs out in public. Going to go ahead and, and say we're just no. Gonna be like, Look at that guy taking care of himself so he doesn't get Alzheimer's. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. Wear your spandex, boys. They'll find out. They'll find out what about it is helping that, and they'll make a new drug that doesn't give you a boner but helps you with dementia. Well, that's not as fun. We don't live in some backwards universe where like. You can keep your memory, but you're going to be rock hard all day, every day. (laughs) (laughs) Best part of Christmas? Got to be the movies, right? When it's over? (laughs) Best part of Christmas, yeah, the day after it's over. All right. When you have all the gifts and somebody else picked up, yeah, it's the best part. (laughs) Well, this uh, segment, we're going to discuss Christmas movies from the 80s. Some of them could be controversial. But I just, I guess not super discuss. I wrote out the most, excuse me, iconic and popular one from the 80s. Some absolute bangers. Two of them, absolute bangers. And we can just discuss how they might relate to our life. What we liked about them. Funny stories. And we also got some quotes from two of them that are going to be excellent. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six. I wrote, there's eight of them. The most popular Christmas movies of the 80s. Top two. Don't think it can be argued. Christmas Vacation and A Christmas Story. Arguably, probably some people would say the two best ever. Probably both firmly in the top five. At least my top five. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people's top five. Scrooged. Have you guys seen it? With Uh, Bill Murray? No. Same. Yeah. I've only seen I've a few parts it. of it. I've heard it's really good. Yep. Screw so in your top five and you've never even seen it. <laughs> no, the first two are in my top five. Oh. Christmas vacation and a Christmas story. Introduced my nephew to a Christmas story, I think two years ago for the first time. It was awesome. 
Uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. Classic. That the old good. Ernest franchise. Oh, yeah. Gremlins. Yep. I got introduced to that in college. That was awesome. Don't feed them after midnight. Mm-hmm. Been warned. Don't get them wet. Yep. I've never... Speaking of Viagra. Uh, when when oh. Harry met Sally. Bright light! I, bright light! <laughs> I've never seen When Harry Met Sally. It's a good heard one. It's an iconic movie. Christmas it's, movie. Well, is it Christmas? Borderline. And then some controversy. Die Hard and Lethal Weapon. People go both ways on them. I have never seen Lethal Weapon. What? <laughs> yeah. It's usually the reaction I get. Wow. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, really, it's obviously not, I've seen Die Hard. Not going to change your life, but I'm just surprised really more than anything. Like, yeah. It seems right up your alley. Well, probably is. It's got some good revenge and violence and stuff. Yeah. 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 You'd probably <laughs> be rooting for the bad guys, but you know, nothing new there. I'd like to see a good bad guy victory. Uh, sure do. <laughs> Uh, Christmas, oh man, Christmas vacation. It's got this has got to be like the it's got to be the one that like started the crazy family get together. Everything's nutty. It's definitely the most popular of that genre, but I'd say it's got to be the one that started it. And then so many have come before it, but are never going to top it. Chevy Chase, man, is it just me or? Were people like from his comedy generation just funnier than people today? Well, is it, it, am I being nostalgic? Uh, first of all, because man, uh, Chevy Chase hits hard. We, we also grew up with them, Adam. Yeah, yeah, which would be nostalgia. But um, I, the other thing I would, the other the <laughs> words, the other point I would make is that comedians at that time versus if you compare them directly to comedians today it's a very different world we live in and yep. what people were comfortable you know joking and laughing about that's <laughs> very true and back the the sensibilities back then might line up better with you today you know than what uh, you know you might think uh, people today are a little too a little too afraid a little you know afraid to go there you know that is true there was definitely a little more you could uh there wasn't as much of a line to walk but <laughs> cancel culture didn't exist <laughs> but nostalgia i mean gremlins isn't a great film but i love it and i love it because i watched it when i was little and i yep. have a little part in my brain a little corner that's just like oh that's the gremlins area that's, that's where all the fond memories are that and uh not a Christmas movie, but uh, Short Circuit 2 with Johnny number five. Oh, mm. you, you seem more like a garbage pail kids type of person, Brett. Mm, I, I appreciate I've never heard of I've never even heard of that. I appreciate that. Uh, I was not one of those, but I, I feel like, nice. uh, well, uh, so it was garbage, uh, quick history lesson garbage pail kids were. I, I think they were mainly trading cards that were sold, but yeah, I think so. The picture, they, there was pictures of all these different quote unquote kids on all of them. And they were done in a uh, parody style of, of uh, cabbage patch kids. So they looked like 
you know, those little kids, but all <laughs> of them called the garbage pail kids. Yes. And each one of them, <laughs> each one of them was a wildly different idea of just like, Oh, this is like toxic waste, Tommy, or, you know, like you, you should really oh, check that great. out after the episode. I think you'd get a kick out of them. But, that's uh, great. Yeah. So I, I, while I do appreciate it, Steve, I feel like, yes, uh, I would have fit in with the garbage pail kids quite well. Whether it be my size or the fact that uh, everything with me is wrong, who knows? But yeah, garbage pail kids. Uh. <laughs> but I didn't know about them till I think I we oh, the eighties was on shows TV. Up, the first thing that shows up is a picture of a guy with giant sunglasses, ratty red hair, and looks like he has warts all over his face. Sure. Yeah, they're generally <laughs> gross. Quite a few of them are gross. Oh, <laughs> my favorite part. I mean, how do you pick a favorite of Christmas vacation? My favorite part of Christmas vacation is when he gets locked in the attic and he's looking for the random things to try to keep him occupied and he finds <laughs> the thing and introduces you to one of my favorite songs ever, The Spirit of Christmas by Ray Charles. <laughs> uh, Christmas Vacation introduced me to some of my all-time favorite Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. But that's probably my favorite scene from it. I don't know. The, the thought of being trapped somewhere and trying to find stuff to keep you occupied and make the most of your time sounds kind of fun <laughs> to me uh yeah to you for sure yeah but you never know i mean again i can do you a solid and come just lock your apartment doors i mean <laughs> if you need me to help you live this life out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you guys have any uh funny your favorite parts or how they relate Christmas vacation, how it might relate to your life, or just did it change your life in a vast way that completely redirected the direction of your life, Brett? <laughs> uh, no, but that was dramatic. It was fairly, <laughs> uh, some might say over dramatic. Uh, for me, probably my favorite part of that movie is that I watched it when I was younger and I thought I liked it for one reason. I watched it again when I was older, liked it for a very different reason. And then I watched it with my father, who Barry, if you get Barry going, he's a laugher, <laughs> but he's kind of he's kind of like a, an engine in the winter. It takes a little while to warm it up, you know, and. But once you get him rolling, it's pretty easy. Uh, absurd humor like Christmas Vacation gets there real quick. Like we just skip right over all of the the half laughs, you know. <laughs> nope we're just straight into it of just knee slapping losing his mind repeating a couple of words from it laughing yeah so that's that's probably my favorite part is and i've had that with a lot of movies where you know growing up with them you you think one thing of them and then you kind of grow with them and see the different peel back the layers of the onion and see all the different uh ways it could be interpreted yep and then watching it with loved ones. Aw, Christmas. Yeah, you my heart. Yeah. By the way, Beverly D'Angelo, who played Ellen. Mm-hmm. Wow, smoke show. <laughs> Had a massive crush on her. Sure. For many years. Mm-hmm. Also, the daughter, Audrey, she was pretty big in the 80s. In 80s movies, early 90s movies, she annoyed me. Mm-hmm. But... I never really liked her. I never really liked her in anything she was in. But it's all good. 
She was in some dog movie, I remember, but I just can't remember what it was called. Ujo? Could have been. Um, another absolute legendary movie, A Christmas Story. The movie that made me beg my family for a BB gun for many years <laughs> until I finally got one. I don't know. Fifth grade, maybe? Steve, do you honestly believe Fourth grade? that Adam watching the Christmas story is the reason he begged his parents for a BB, BB gun? No, there's yeah. a good chance he begged his parents for a BB gun so he could kill things. Exactly. The bloodlust was there from birth. I don't, I don't buy this yep. story for a second. I was trying to use it to hide it. We have way too many episodes to prove otherwise. <laughs> yep. So many, so many dead sparrows. <laughs> oh, poor Leaky Lindsay. Oh, no. That's the <laughs> most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Sloppy one of my college, <laughs> one of my college roommates in the morning would sneeze and have like four inches of booger hanging out of his nostrils, and I would. I would be puke up to the top of the throat trying to hold it down. <laughs> Sloppy Robbie. Jeez Louise. Man, these garbage fail kids' names are just <laughs> something else. <laughs> oh man. A Christmas story. My favorite my favorite part is uh there's just it's all unbelievable. But for some reason I just get a kick out of them going to eat Chinese food and singing along <laughs> the people there. I just gets me every time. Uh, it's so good. Such a quote worthy, incredible movie. All timer. I think everything favorite, that can go wrong would go wrong. Yeah. Definitely a Murphy's Murphy's Law movie. I I that movie did me a solid. That taught me to never put my tongue literally on anything. And uh, I appreciate yeah. that greatly. <laughs> Jesus, Steve. Smartphone. Barf and Barbara. Oh wow! <laughs> Holy shit! That's an actual card, that, Brad. I heard what you said, but that really threw that me. That is wild. I mean, I can repeat it, but holy, you ain't you ain't wrong. Holy fuck! <laughs> oh man. Speaking of uh, humor being different, you know, forty years ago, Jesus H. <laughs> I'd say. God, she's cooking her own barf too. That's like, <laughs> damn, that's commitment. <laughs> like, all right, was it? Was it? Did she eat whole carrots and then puke it back to then cook it more evenly? Or ugh, anyway, uh, I'm not sure what's going because... on, with Barbara. So I, my favorite part of that, Ped, was uh, just being taught that like I'm not putting my tongue on anything ever. Not not dude. Not no doubt. Yeah. Triple dog dare. Never get <laughs> never. triple dog dared. You are screwed. <laughs> never putting my tongue on anything. <laughs> uh, I actually uh, sorry. I, I did try it once because I did not believe it. <laughs> of course uh, you did. So weird. Yeah. <laughs> of course you like did. Like two days after I saw it, I was outside at the farm, <laughs> and before my parents did their addition. They had a black metal railing going along the steps into their north door. You idiot. And I did it. And, <laughs> and she got stuck. And my dad got me some water. You're the reason that it, it, it works. 
<laughs> you're, you're, well, the reason, you're the reason in the 90s and 2000s why everybody's like, well, if the kids play those violent video games, they're going to go kill everybody. You're the reason. Thanks a lot. Yeah. My God. bad. <laughs> well, I mean, kid. He f- does everything he sees. <laughs> Give it to Mikey. He'll lick anything. <laughs> God. <sighs> All right. Because we are the voice of the... Um, of America, <laughs> of some, or the podcast right. for the people. Yeah, we're gonna settle this once and for all. Okay, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, I agree. Well, good. I'm glad. I'm I glad. Agree. We... Just, some people say, well, because it's not about visiting family or centered around like christmas or home alone's not about visiting family exactly everyone calls it a christmas movie yep people get i don't know why people don't think it is but i think it's obviously a christmas movie i've got numerous reasons why it is a christmas movie if you're if you're sitting in the audience right now thinking to yourself no these all three of these guys are wrong they're idiots and even direct tv came to my defense i'll bring that up later but First of all, first and foremost, storyline wise, they're having a Christmas office party. This is how this whole thing starts. (laughs) Exactly. Now, given you don't need I don't need it to be directly tied like that for it to be considered a Christmas movie for me. But that's uh, we're already there, like without it being this office holiday party the terrorists wouldn't have been able to do what they were trying to do. They needed, they needed security to not be, you know, on, on high alert, you know, kind of some loose security done and you needed higher ups there. And it also didn't hurt that you got higher ups there that are unwinding and most likely drunk or, you know, who knows high possibly as well. So first of all, the whole story is dependent upon that office party, which just so happened to be because of Christmas. Okay, yep. so step one, there's that. Step two, and this is what a lot of people seem to forget about this movie. It is filled with Christmas music. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> yep. Filled with it. Let It Snow is in there. Winter Wonderland is in there. I could keep going. I don't need to. Though one of those is enough, those two alone, good lord, it's insane. So, again, <laughs> you're wrong. There's a couple other things I've heard that are, are a little more of a stretch. I'm not gonna go there, uh, but let's go to two more items here. They literally make it snow at the end of this film, it snows. Mm-hmm. Okay, it snows. Now, you might be saying to your Brett, yourself, Brett. Holiday party snows. That's not crazy. This movie takes place in Los Angeles, California. And they make it snow. The last time it snowed there was in like 1962. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. Uh, So they, okay. Could you make it more obvious that we're trying to make this a holiday Christmas, whatever film? There's also the one bad guy that uh, after he like beats him up or kills him or whatever, he puts him on the elevator with like a Santa hat and has like a note on it that says something like 
I've got your gun or whatever. And it says ho, ho, ho on it. Like you, you just, you can't tell me this isn't a Christmas. There's a lot of, there's a lot of Easter egg bunnies there for you. And that's all just a a normal person being, uh, having observations of the film. Any of us and any of you could have picked up on all of that, but Mm -hmm. here's some supporting information from outside of us in our opinions. First of all, in 2016, Dish Network put out a they ever they, heard of them? <laughs> they put out a press release that 1.3 million Americans watched the movie Die Hard on Christmas Eve in 2016. Whoa. That was more people more people watched Die Hard on Christmas Eve 2016 than Home Alone the santa claus or miracle on 34th street that's a family tradition i like okay so whatever now the most damning piece of information literally happened when we started recording uh i actually had to cut part of this and move it in the podcast direct tv is is paused behind in in front of me (laughs) because i can't watch anything right now but it's cycling through ads Literally, an ad comes up, holiday deal of the week, rent now on channel 1000. They show four movies, and you could rent any of them for a buck 99 each. We start with Miracle on 34th Street, okay? Holiday film, Mm -hmm. pretty obvious. Elf, okay? Again, holiday film, very (laughs) obvious. obvious. It's about an elf. Home Alone. Again, very obvious holiday film. And the last one, you see Bruce Willis's mug, Die Hard. Even DirecTV agrees. And so does Dish. And so does Backroads and Bonfires. (laughs) Die Hard is a Christmas film. Thank you and good night. I wish I had a gavel. Exactly. Ouch, I hurt my knuckle. <laughs> Case closed. Case closed. You can't argue with facts. It was like direct TV. It was just serendipitous that it <laughs> that, was wanting to give us more facts. The timing was impeccable. There you have it. Boom. If you disagree with us, you're loony. Yeah. Usually. Usually. All right. To close out this 80s movies, 80s movies christmas segment i don't know if i said that right i mean words they're tough we're gonna read you (laughs) some iconic i mean these lines have probably been said billions with a b times in american culture since these movies from christmas vacation we'll start with that one and then i'll read you some from uh a christmas story there we go couldn't think of it at first All right. Uh, I don't know which ones I sent to you, but you guys can you can start if you want, Brett. I'll just get mine out of the way. <clears throat> Where do you think you're going? Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family <laughs> Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. This is a full-blown four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're gonna <laughs> press on, and we're gonna have the half-half-happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking K. <laughs> Oh man. Clark Griswold. <laughs> oh. 
Steve, got any for us? Love it. Shitter's full. <laughs> Cousin <That's> Eddie. <laughs> said so poignantly. How many times, legit, how many times do you think that's been said in America, um, sen- oh. in the world since this movie came out? It's got to be trillions. Well, yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right. I'll read one here from Grandpa Art. Uh, when Clark was opening something from his boss and he was dumbfounded, Grandpa Art, the father-in-law of Clark, says, what is it? A letter confirming your reservation at the Nut House? <laughs> oh, here's another one from Clark. Uh, when he's, this one, I, uh, this is probably the first place it was heard uh, when he's in the mall. Yes, it is a bit nipply out. I mean, nippy out <laughs> when he's flirting with the girl. And now that's been said a bajillion times. Uh, <laughs> worse. I always like saying that it's a tit bit nipply. Tit bit nipply. Tit bit nipply. That gal was very, very attractive. Worse. How could things get any worse? <laughs> Take a look around you, Ellen. We're at the <laughs> threshold of hell. <laughs> Uh, it's movies like this this and office space that like they were funny to me for one reason and now that i've lived a life that is dangerously close to both of them they're funny but sad but funny in a whole different reason Mm -hmm. (laughs) i just sent another one i can't remember if i said earlier (laughs) but you can one of you guys can read it i'll read this one quick while you look uh Clark, as everyone's arriving and instantly complaining, uh, well, I'm going to park the cars and get the luggage, and, well, I'll be outside for the season. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, Ped sprung this one on me, so forgive me if I don't do very well. Oh, the silent majesty of a winter's morn, the clean, cool chill of of the holiday air, and an asshole in his bathroom emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. (laughs) outside bathrobe smoking a cigar (laughs) hi clark shatters full all right i think uh (laughs) oh man last one you want to take it away steve or brett when he's merry christmas merry christmas basketball game on my phone so i don't even know what it is oh you didn't send anything unless it's the one i told you to read Yet did a oh maybe it is I'll read it. Uh, as Clark is in his office and all of the his coworkers, many of which I'm assuming he doesn't like, are walking by him. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass, kiss his ass. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna read a few from a Christmas story. I'm telling you, I was laughing so hard earlier. And uh, just the writing is perfection. And then that narrator's voice in so many of them. All right. So this, uh, this quote is in a pertainment to when the leg lamp is set up in his house and Robbie or Robbie. uh, Is pertainment a word? I don't think so. Okay. I just (laughs) wanted to spot check you real quick. He's leaving. (laughs) He's leaving to go to the mall to see Santa. This is what, he is an older narrator, says. 
Only one thing in the world could have dragged me away from this soft glow of electric sex gleaming in the window. <laughs> oh, when he comes downstairs in Grandma's gift, he looks like a deranged Easter bunny. <laughs> ah, fragile. It must be Italian. <laughs> that one right up there with the, some bangers that have probably been said a trillion times. The Rugrats. Oh, yeah. The Rugrats actually stole that joke. Really? Uh, yeah. There was an episode. A uh, package shows up and two just kind of dumb movers are moving. Uh, oh, fragile. Oh, wonder what that means. Must be fancy. <laughs> All right. This line is in pertainment. Pertaining to. It's pertaining, pertaining to, to the triple dog dare. <laughs> Schwartz created a slight breach of etiquette by skipping the triple dare and going right for the throat <laughs> with the triple dog dare. <laughs> okay. This was after the neighbor's dogs. <laughs> I love this line. <laughs> after the neighbor's dogs Bombas. ravaged the house. In the heat of battle, my father wove a tapestry of obscenity that, as far as we know, is still hanging in space over Lake Michigan. <laughs> I do like that one. <laughs> and lastly, from that movie, after he ricochets the BB into his glasses, talking about what his dad's going to do to him. What would it be? The guillotine hanging the chair, the rack? The Chinese water torture? (laughs) Mere child's play compared to what surely awaited me. (laughs) God dang, that movie had some good ones. Mm -hmm. Well. Oh, fudge. Uh-oh. Oh, sorry. You're talking about the movie. I thought you were talking about something that's happening with gambling. Yep. Obviously, you've never seen it. <laughs> it's one of his favorites, Steve. Top five, easily. Should I? Know any lines from it. it has to <laughs> read them off the paper for him to know. Them. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Should I? <laughs> oh, it's Robbie. I, I trust. Trust me, we don't want him trying to remember lines without them written down. <laughs> Who the hell is Robbie? The brother? Oh. I think it's Robbie. The um, little brother? Yeah. Yeah. I think some some year for Halloween I should go as him when he's oinking like a pig and eating his mashed potatoes and stuff, how he is. Well, okay, first off, you are nowhere near other than the first letter. But how that's that's how far off he is ralph is it ralph no ralph's the older brother the younger brother's the younger brother is robbie (laughs) did you just guess the same name after steve said it was wrong did you just guess rob hey is his name robbie i heard him i'm just messing is it robbie (laughs) it's frankie oh my no richard part of you had it completely wrong other than the first letter does Frankie. <laughs> the F is I silent in Frankie. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, I was close. It's Randy. What? I it started yeah, with an R. That's not close. But I told you I, it started with an R and you guys start with an R, ends with a Y. <laughs> they both start with an R, end with a Y. No, Robbie is I-E. Yeah. Jeez. Not the way I spell it. 
I've never, <laughs> no, not a single, not yeah. a single Robbie okay, is spelled what? with a Y. Guess what? Adam's first kid's going to be G-off. <laughs> Guarantee Rob- it. No, Robbie. G-E-O-F-F. G-off Pedersen. G-off Robbie Pedersen. Oh, hey, Jeff. How's it going? It's pronounced G-off. Please get it right. Thank you. Actually, his name's going to be Jack G-off Pedersen. Whoa. There you have it. You get it? Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, one thing we can all agree on is that the 80s produced some banger Christmas movies. And as far if you're as our wondering, listeners go. If you're wondering out there, were these movies in the 80s? Don't worry. My OCD already forced me to check. And there's quite a few that were on 89. Still the yep. 80s. Yep. Nice. So Ped's good. He didn't make <laughs> sweat off the brow. <laughs> It's okay. You you took them from other stories that are like these are the top ten eighties Christmas films. Correct. So you were just trusting their ability to know the time, <laughs> the, the year. There's no lies detected. <laughs> when you All know right. somebody, you know somebody. You know what I mean? <laughs> Outside of White Christmas and It's a Wonderful Life, which are two of my all time faves, I'd say <sighs> the eighties was like where everyone's memory of like good awesome christmas movies and beyond started any husens <laughs> all right this is a fun one uh i wrote some stuff down it's on the outline you don't say if you were an elf what would be your building area of expertise what are you what are you good at could be could be any random things. I wrote something down for you, Brett. We'll see if you say it. Okay. Weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> That's what you'd be good at, Steve? Yeah, whatever ended Christmas. Yeah, I was going to say, especially if Steve's an elf <clears throat> who's forced into labor yep. before and during the entire season. Yeah, I believe yep. that 1,000%. percent mm-hmm. It would be a straight anarchist movement. <laughs> <laughs> Steve would be the little Stalin that could. Yeah. Yep. Probably. Um, you guys got anything? Uh, I mean, besides WMDs. <laughs> <laughs> My obvious answer feels like that I could uh, I could build video game or electronic related items, which I don't I don't think I would argue with that, but I think more realistically. Uh, probably Legos. Mm. I, uh, although, ooh, yeah, no, I would pick that because maybe I have to like write the instructions f- for building the Legos because I get metic- meticulous about shit like that. Like, if you think I have OCD, just trying to make sure Adam isn't saying something incorrectly or do, quoting a wrong date, just imagine me with a set of Legos. Uh, <laughs> quick uh this is actually it wasn't christmas time but it was a present during a birthday so let's just loop it in and call it christmas time Mm -hmm. my nephew got like a lego set and i think at the time he was maybe five and he wanted me to help him put it together i said okay and uh i figured that he probably wasn't as you know meticulous as me and followed instructions quite to the letter as i did I also didn't think he was a complete anarchist, just willing to 
put anything anywhere that it, that he that seemed to fit for him. Uh, <laughs> and to anyone who wants to build like that, more power to you. I don't have any issues with that. However, when the time comes and you need that piece that you wasted earlier doing something <laughs> funny, and then you're upset that you can you can no longer move forward with what you were doing. All I have to say to you is I told, told you so. <laughs> it, it was a complete mismatch. Uh, More satisfying words in the English language. I, I personally don't believe He's I frozen. made him upset or cry. Uh, his He's mother. Frozen. What? What are you talking? Why are you interrupting? That's the real question. You can't fake it, Ped. Maybe he is. Oh, shit. Adam kept Adam kept screaming at you to move and you wouldn't move. <laughs> I did hear the first one like uh, Brett's frozen. And then I was like, <laughs> or you didn't say Brett. You said, oh, he's frozen. I thought you were talking about Steve. And I was like, no, he's not. And then I was looking back at you and I was like, all right, real funny, Adam. Now you're pretending to be frozen. I was like, I fell for that one time, never again. And then like for another minute, neither of you moved. And I was like, ah, shit. So where were we? So we were when, talking about when we last, good at if we were elves. When we left off, uh, I was talking about how me and my nephew were a complete mismatch on putting together Legos. He yeah, wanted my help. That. And uh, and I'm very meticulous and OCD and 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 the worst place for me is a Lego set with very detailed instructions. And at first I tried to be hands off and uh, that didn't work very well. Cause he was being very avant-garde, if you will, just putting pieces wherever he wanted to. And I said, Hey bud, uh, this isn't Can't like a that. norm. This isn't like just a random set of a bunch of things where, I mean, we could build something random, but if you want, what's on the box we have to very specifically build this he's like no it's fine i said okay and uh, i tried to go with the flow i really did i i wasn't good at it needless to say um i would literally watch him place something like two or three spots away from where it needed to be and in my head i was screaming like we got to move that we got it we got it we've got to move that the other part was saying let it go he's a child just let him have fun and the other part of me the third part was like we're gonna get to a point where he's gonna be more upset that we have to undo all of the work and come back so finally i started saying hey hey bud that doesn't go there hey bud that doesn't go there his mom heard me and and uh of course reminded me that he's a child and (sighs) so we let it go and we got uh probably an hour into the project And we got to a spot where we had used a piece in the wrong spot. We couldn't make anything work and we were missing pieces. And, uh, you know, I just kind of sat back with a big smile on my face because he was a child. But love the kid. Just we were an absolute mismatch when it came to putting Legos together. Yep. Told you so. Very particular way of doing things. (laughs) Yep. I have a very particular set of skills. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Building Legos to look that ex- make me a man. You do not want to find you. 
<laughs> Skills that make me a man to build exactly what is on the front of that picture by meticulously following instructions. Yep. <clears throat> I love me some instructions. So yeah, if I was an elf, like if you needed me to like make the instructions for the Lego, like if you handed oh. me the Lego, I would probably take it away. I don't want that job. I would write the instructions backwards. Like I would take one piece off at a time and then just do, 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 do. So yeah, that would probably be my job, but you said you had one written down for me. What, what was, uh, what were you thinking? Um, and if you well, say, for all, uh, if you say like working at a grocery store or something like that, I will <laughs> come through and strangle you. Just, just know that for all, no, for all the kids who, uh, who wanted a funnel for Christmas, you could make them a plastic funnel forged with fire because you made that oh. sick funnel out of fire with pop bottles that you melted together at the farm that one day back in high school. Yeah. I, you, you made know, a cool I, funnel out of two pop bottles that you melted together wearing <laughs> welding gloves. <laughs> I try, I try so not to be the funnel maker. I try not to let everyone know um, about my. What kind of kids asking for a funnel? <laughs> a kid who wants to learn at an early age how to change the oil. <laughs> a kid that has to change the oil before he goes to work when he's six, Steve. That's who. Uh, but yeah, I, I get my Christmas funnel out for the morning. I gotta go the oil pan and Christmas get going on this project. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, so many things wrong with that story, but yeah, I. <laughs> Uh, there's a reason i try to hide the majority of my uh pyro uh self uh that being one of them that was a very dumb idea it worked out it, yeah worked. it was i was pretty impressed how it turned out but yeah that was a horribly horribly unsafe idea fire marshal han would not have approved of that for sure give someone some some thick gloves an idea and a little and, willpower, and nothing can stop them. And desert them in the Midwest so that their boredom <laughs> is unfathomable. So it's your only choice for entertainment. <laughs> do this or do nothing. Yeah. Is there any video games around here? Yeah, we don't have electricity. Shit. Let's, <laughs> let's burn some things together and make something. <laughs> yep. We're yep. burn together the funnel we have to use to drain the blood from the cow that we have to kill with our hands later. Wow. Yep. Definitely didn't want a BB gun until you watched that movie. For sure. For sure. Yep. Um, um, a few things here. I could make great bailing wire door handles. <laughs> so if kids who asked for door handles for Christmas Again. specifically had a bailing wire, if they had an open <laughs> mind, I could make them some good bailing wire door handles. Wow. I mean... You could have at least gone for like the young gals that have like the the dollhouses or even the playhouses. You could have at least shot no, for no, that. Straight, straight, see, straight door handles. But you just said, hey, a kid that wants a door handle. I'm so generic. Yeah, you're well, I mean that's that's a word. Yeah. I would <laughs> maybe I use think it of the more I didn't I didn't think of the really getting in depth with it. Yeah. No, I'm the detail guy. Handles. If there's one thing the audience should know by now, it's that I'm the detail guy. Yeah, Adam's an idea man. I make the ideas worthwhile. I'm, I'm making I'm making Moabs, and Adam's making wire door handles. <laughs> 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 um, uh, 
I, I think I you got area short end of the stick on that one, Pat. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Uh, Another you area of <laughs> you can't pick what you're great at, Steve. You know, he's True. he's just born yeah. to make it, door handles out of bailing. You can't wire. choose greatness. Greatness chooses you. <laughs> or or building <laughs> door handles out of bailing wire chooses <laughs> you. I'm not sure yeah. what that is. Uh, um, I'm also I'd also be great in the area of making gorilla tape decorative patches. <laughs> patching up clothing if you want a good clothing <laughs> patch you don't real. want to waste time sewing we could that's not real. make a good gorilla tape patch and we could dress it up and make it look cool you don't want to waste to your attire. time sewing yes uh-huh. churching it up churching it up dirt that's all you're doing. <laughs> um this is a, this is an actual good one shoe benches i got good at making shoe benches made a shoe bench in a previous life i was in Mm-hmm. And it led to me making kids are multiple... you making presents for? Mm-hmm. I feel... kid wants a shoe bench for his parents. I feel <laughs> wow. Uh, Steve, I think this goes back to Adam true having, way shoe benches. having his own best friends on the farm. I think, yeah. Uh, I, think this I make a good shoe bench. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so happy for you. I'm so happy that uh, you can put three pieces of wood together. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. <laughs> Steve, do you think you can put three pieces of wood together? Yeah, they don't even have to line up. <laughs> yeah, the legs can definitely be cockeyed. You're fine. It's yep. fine. <laughs> um, whole plugs. Mary told, Mary told Adam they were good, bro. They are, these are the best shoe benches these are so any of good, my Adam. children have ever built for me. Uh, I'm <laughs> Your sister's a doctor. Um, <laughs> you can't even... Well, he's got... I'm going to post pictures on social media. (laughs) This slander is uncalled for. He's got got the podcast and there is that one shoe bench he built for me in the 90s. The one leg's two and a half feet and the other one's three and and a half feet, but he's my special son. I mean, he hasn't Uh, killed his father yet, so I guess guess we'll put that in the positive call. Slanderous. (laughs) Slanderous. Uh, something else I'd be good at uh, making <laughs> hole plugs from random objects. Oh my god! I thought you said hair plugs for a second. No hole plugs. <laughs> I've fashioned together some really good hole plugs <sighs> over the years. Mm-hmm. Whether it's plugging a hole on a bin or plugging a hole on a feed An aquarium, grinder. could do that. You could just you? tell me what you I've... need plugged, and I will build you a plug. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i'm gonna leave that one alone i'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna sit right here adam's going into the uh, luxury toy business <laughs> uh, <laughs> that'd be the first thing the first one of these things anybody wanted for christmas though so there you go <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i've tested them all myself <laughs> <laughs> Um, and last but not least, Adam uh, seal of approval. <laughs> amen. Any jewelry? I thought I thought you'd say man ponds, Ben. <laughs> See, that's a good one. I didn't think of. Oh God! I think man. I think uh, dude wipes as that market cornered. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my last but not least. 
one that came to mind was if someone uh, wanted jewelry, I am a great jewelry maker using boot laces and random farm supplies like washers and nuts. So anything, any other person who had a, had a shoelace in a junk drawer could do. I, uh, but not as good as me. Yeah, it's it's more the creative side that sets him apart, Steve. Um, oh, okay. I'm more excited. Uh, I wore some awesome homemade necklaces in high school. I'm more excited about how you pronounce the word than you are than about taking you to task about this. Could you jewelry? <laughs> you're a jeweler. Your your brain seems to. Is that how it is? Jewelry? No, it's you're jewelry. saying it right, but it, there's just a weird kind of jewelry. Jewelry. I don't. Yeah, you'll you'll have fun listening back. It just it sounded very Jew- like you. Jewelry. That your brain was was uh, slowing wow. you down to make sure you got it right. Jewelry. Um, Jewelry. Do you guys have anything else besides WMDs and Legos? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, specifically Lego instructions. Uh, but oh, good call. You'd be a good instruction guy. Um, yeah, I feel like I would. And funnel guy. Yep. Yeah. As previously stated. WMDs win. Yeah, those seem like. You want to get them right, you know what I mean? Uh, those, yeah, yeah. Seems like uh, seems like the skill level is a little higher there. Yeah, a little higher than a bail wired doorknob, perhaps. Perhaps I'm not sure. I've never built either. If 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 I'm being honest, or, or a shoe bench that sits at a 45 degree angle. <laughs> okay, I am not happy. With this now. <laughs> You're not happy. That I build you, I that build luxury shoe benches, luxury and, and I'm being slandered shoe right now. Benches. If they're so luxurious, why don't you have a side hustle doing it, huh? Hey, I built like four of them back in the day for people. <laughs> Are they all family members? No. <laughs> Friends. <laughs> one, was for, one was for a former wife who was not appreciative enough. <laughs> okay. She didn't okay, like next the question. <laughs> next question. Did these people ask you to build them for you? <laughs> they did, because I sent a picture and they said they wanted one. So you took a you took a picture in a catalog and sent him a picture. Not in the end. In the end, product was look like something you bought from China. All right, hear me out. This is the PSA, real question, Steve. Sometimes in life, you just can't win. Steve, <laughs> <laughs> oh, lessons learned. Steve's getting real close to the the perfect question. Here, here it is. Did anybody pay you for one of these? No, they were out of my own goodwill. Okay, I'm a good person. They might have paid lumber expenses. That was it. Just the cost. Uh, Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I didn't charge him for time and labor. Why would I? Well, because it took you five minutes to screw three (laughs) boards together. Because even you don't respect my phone and find these pictures. (laughs) Because even you don't. Okay. You should still know those people. Reach out. And if any of them are currently using them, I would like them to send you a picture. (laughs) We should. Because they're freaking good shoe benches. (laughs) Moving on. I'll let the shoes decide. All right. There you (laughs) go. It's time for another segment. Of Pedersen Luck. <sighs> Pedersen Luck segment is brought to you by Moonlight Lawn Care, which is owned and operated by Steve Botcher. He uh, will take care of all of your aeration, spraying, seeding, and fertilization needs for your yard. 
Uh, he does not mow. So just his main four are aeration, spraying, seeding, and fertilizing. And you can get a hold of Steve for all of your lawn care needs at 712-749-0698. That is Moonlight Lawn Care. I think you guys are going to enjoy this one. Okay. Adam Pedersen Luck. Circa five to six, six to seven. <laughs> Uh, winter of 2007 wow i had to do the math i'm super wait, happy hold on. super happy you couldn't winter have possibly, of 2008 when couldn't wait. have possibly written this down couldn't have done that a yeah, fact winter 2007 winter 2007 that literally doesn't matter i'm, I'm, I'm glad that you you <laughs> waited till now to calculate it thank you appreciate that winter of 2007 in cedar falls iowa <laughs> snowy day snowy winter day and uh, my roommates and I are chatting and we're having a good time and we're all done with class for the day. Heck, it might have even been the weekend because we were all there. And I had a couple of days previous, we had a big snow and I had scooped up a big snow pile by our house. And all my roommates and I start talking and they say that I think everyone threw in like four or five bucks to make it 20 bucks total. They said, if I go outside and only my underwear and dive off our steps into mm-hmm. the snow pile. I get the money. So it was 20 bucks. I was like, well, I would have done it for free just for the just for the content. <laughs> but 20 bucks on the line, heck yeah. Well, apparently between the time I scooped it and this time, some sunshine had come, <laughs> caused a little melting, maybe oh, hardened the pile no. a little. And then a little snow flurry had since come, and it looked like a nice, fluffy snow pile. I go outside. I still remember in my smiley face, Walmart smiley face boxers and nothing else. (laughs) Climb on top of the railing on our steps. Oh, no. And I straight up belly flop into what I think is going to be a just nice, fluffy snow pile. Turns out it is just rock hard, jagged, (laughs) icy. (laughs) and i let out the loudest scream in pain (laughs) everyone's laughing hysterically at me i go running inside screaming yelling freaking out look in the mirror i've got cuts i've got blood all over my stomach blood all over my legs red and just cut and sliced everywhere because i literally jumped like six feet swan dive belly flopped onto an ice pile that just sliced and diced my body wide open Uh, pile of broken glass i thought it was going to be a nice fluffy snow pile and it was not mistakes were made (laughs) for like the next week week and a half man (laughs) a lot of belly neosporin oh man Rough. A lot of cuts on the legs and the stomach, and it was pain. I remember the showers were painful. The cuts burned. <laughs> Walking to class hurt. Everything <laughs> everything hurt. It was bad. Oh, yikes. So I guess check your snow piles if you're going to go jumping into them from here on out. <laughs> uh, perhaps. Mm-hmm. That sucks. So there's your uh, better than luck. That's a rough one. Yep. Well, as for me, they got a real good kick out of it. Oh, uh, which reminds me, when Adam began this story, he talked about he would have done it for free for the mm-hmm. content. Just mm-hmm. a reminder that at the time this ha- this story happened, 
Uh, I know content is a big thing now, but back then it would have just been called for the memories. (laughs) Good call. (laughs) Just making memories, baby. Not making content. Just making content. Everything's a job now. (laughs) Damn social media. (laughs) Oh, yeah. that. There we go. All right. Well, to close it out, as we go through these winter episodes, I thought we could bring you some winter stories, Christmas stories, what it, whatever it might be that are that involve us, that involve the three of us, whether it was together, the three of us, or two of us with someone else, or one of us with someone else, whatever it may be. So I'm going to start you off with some snowmobile stories. When I was a junior in high school, I had we had saved up enough money from working on the farm and stuff. There was an auction going on and there was a John Deere snowmobile for sale. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to buy that snowmobile. I'm going to buy that snowmobile and I'm going to have myself a good time. So I went and bought that snowmobile. And for the next, I believe, two winters, while it worked, (laughs) had some times. Had some times on the snowmobiles. Um, I would, two friends I would usually go snowmobiling with. They had bigger, much more powerful ones than me. (laughs) Uh, often we would go through the ditches in the countryside and mine would sink into the snow and get stuck, which resulted in them having to come back and help me dig it out and pull me back onto the road where I had to drive while they drew through the ditches because they did not get stuck. Um, there was one day a friend and I were out on this, but by the way, the John Deere snowmobile, the the, uh, skis on it. About a foot narrower than most like ski do or Arctic cat snowmobiles. <laughs> so if you're by yourself, you can lean into the turns good so you don't tip over. But there's two of you, not a lot of room to lean into turns. Well, me and a buddy were riding it one day with our other friends with snowmobiles, went to take a hard turn. Nope. She wasn't having any of it. Just straight up <laughs> tipped over, rolled right over top of us in the middle of the field. We're laying on the ground. The snowmobile is just sitting there upside down. But no one was hurt. No big deal. Uh, we used to take it out. One of my buddies who had a nice, much more powerful and faster one would do fishtails in the middle of the highways. If that the highway gets that nice packed down, like it snowed, but then it, plow hasn't come and it's just really hard packed down like an inch and a half of snow, you could get flying on that stuff. My snowmobile <laughs> topped out at like 45, but I could get going like 50 on that stuff where everyone else was doing like 80. But great time for fishtail in the middle of the road on those. Well, one day the road was like that. And we're driving down the road. And uh, we decided, right, we're going to drive off the road down into the ditch and get going. Well, I entered the ditch a little too soon, right by the uh, part of the ditch that's by a field lane where a ton of snow was built up. So I'm entering the ditch. I go into full panic mode. And I don't know if uh, those of you out there have heard of whiskey throttle, (laughs) but instead of stopping, I panicked and I just hammered on the throttle. And what resulted was me just ramping straight through a giant snow drift, like through the middle of it, destroying it, coming out the other side somehow, not hitting a ditch culvert. (laughs) Don't know how that happened and ending up like out in a field. And I turn around and my friends that I'm with are just laughing hysterically think it's the best thing they've ever seen the good old the good old whiskey throttle um <laughs> went, <laughs> went snowmobiling once with three friends and uh mine 
mine broke mine broke down often theirs did not and uh got stuck out in the middle of a field couldn't find something to tow us with so we went to we walked to a buddy's house across the field we unhooked their dog put their dog on the house and we brought the dog leash back with us and hooked the dog leash to my snowmobile and tied the other end of the dog leash around another friend's and he towed me home with that (laughs) (laughs) with a a dog leash um probably my favorite all time well scratch that it might have not been my favorite because it was very scary. But it was about five in the morning. Sometimes we'd go out at five in the morning so we could go before school because we had basketball and other stuff. And that was the only time we could do it. Well, a big old blizzard hit in the morning. And they had already, like, rode across the field to go home. And I was out in the middle of the field getting a little more in before school. And I got lost <laughs> literally in the middle of a blizzard in our field. I had no idea <laughs> which way the house was. <laughs> And so I'm like out in this freaking straight up. Did you find the North Star? (laughs) I'm out in this straight up blizzard panicking. And granted, I'm like a quarter of a mile to the west of my parents' farmhouse. (laughs) But to me, I'm 17 miles away and don't know where I am. Can't see anything. I'm like looking around trying to see if I see like lights that tell me what the neighbor's house is or not. (laughs) I just start driving. I'm like, all right, I think it's this way. We'll get there. I start cruising along all of a sudden out of nowhere. I had, I see something that slam on the brakes was about three inches from just going straight neck first into an electric fence. Oh my God. I was out in the pasture. Oh no! I was like, all right, I know where I'm at now. I know where this fence goes. I'll follow the fence to the, end, <laughs> to the end of the field to go home, but straight up about got decapitated by an electric fence. Oh my God. <laughs> oh ma'am. A lot more stories. I thought, some, I thought someone almost smashed into a hay bale. Well, one of our friends came out and we built a little ramp and he took his snowmobile going and we built it in the yard and it was facing like our grove. Well, we thought, all right, he'll go 25, 30, hit the ramp. Nice little jump. Nope. He comes flying down the gravel road into the lane going about 60. <laughs> Hits this ramp, come, flies off the snowmobile airborne snowmobile goes one direction he goes flying into our grove and like straight up body first what breaks his fall is an old chisel plow we have oh (laughs) and so we all go running over there we're like okay he's seriously injured has to be he just gets up i'm all right that was awesome (laughs) (laughs) i think i'll just go faster next time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't remember a, I don't remember a hay bale one. I did a jump once out in the middle of the field, fell off midair. Snowmobile just kept going and I was chasing it through the field and it went straight down into our burn pit. And so I had to go get the tractor and tow it out of there. <laughs> I can't remember a hay bale one though. Yeah. Well, the John Deere still sits at the farm. <laughs> all these years later, it still <laughs> just sits there. Not, for some reason, I haven't had it in me to take it to the junkyard. <laughs> I, I, memories. I think you should get it running again i should the cable <laughs> on it would always break and so eventually i just started using bailing twine i'd have to I, i'd have to the pull cart the pull cord i'd have to unscrew this this i'd have to unscrew this thing so i could reach down in there and get the broken pull cord and pull it back through the hole and then i'd use a vice grip and hold it in place while i tied bailing twine to it i was like you know what if it's gonna keep breaking i'm not gonna buy it cables every time i'm just going to use bailing bailing twine from around the farm little elf so out bailing twine hard and crank work. on that baby hard <laughs> at work yep 
tie a bunch of knots in the end of the bailing twine so it, when it slings back after starting it, it catches and doesn't go in that little hole uh-huh. mm-hmm. <laughs> innovator than buying a new cable every time <laughs> tell you That's what true man snowmobiling is fun i've never been it is a good time the your mask so if you're wearing a full-blown helmet it fogs up because you get yeah so sweaty you're so bundled up sure so the helmets now that have like the i don't know what you call it like no windshield you put like goggles on sure that Mm -hmm. helps a lot but i remember back in the day i wouldn't be able to see so i'd have to open up the vent and then i'd just get straight frost eyelashes and frozen (laughs) eyeballs so then you got to close your vent so your face thaws and then you can't see again (laughs) it was a real game of cat and mouse it's a shocker (laughs) that y'all are still alive let's be honest wow the the electric fence night was scary uh yeah i bet because <laughs> that was that was pre-cell phone we were out there phoneless <laughs> <laughs> so it's find your way home or else yikes oh good times anyway <laughs> snowmobile and stories with ped good content <laughs> all right well that's 39 that's christmas transportation can't talk we're going to be over the hill on the next episode. Ooh, 40! Oh, boy. That's Christmas Extravaganza, Volume 1. <laughs> oh, boy. Where can they find us, Han Hosky? couple places. Uh, yeah. If you're going to uh, be it's... looking most places, go ahead and use this search term, all one word, BK Roads Bonfires. Twitter, it's at BK Roads Bonfires, Instagram.com forward slash BK Roads Bonfires, Anchor.fm forward slash BK Roads Bonfires. You can head over to Facebook and search for the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. And if you want to see Adam doing shenanigans, head on over to the TikTok. And again, I called it the TikTok. Man, I am just ancient. The TikTok. Uh, Adam there is at official. Got your new balances on, Brett? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what kind of fish these are? <laughs> uh, don't be coy. <laughs> koi fish. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, TikTok, you can find Adam at official Adam Pedersen, all one word, and Pedersen, P-E-D-E-R-S-E-N, official Adam Pedersen. Yep. Also, if you try to, when the stars are out, if you try to find the North Star a little bit uh, to the southeast, you might see the Adam almost got decapitated star. It's a, it's a very unique one. Uh, Zoom in on Google Maps. Yeah, it's actually a constellation. I couldn't remember the word for a second. So there you go. That very fence is still there, acting as a working cattle fence. There you go. Yep, and. My head could have been laying on the ground beside it. Oh, uh, wow. Just a... Whew. <laughs> you can listen to us. Would have made a nice fence post topper. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, a, like an orc head. Wow. Could have used that ugly mug to keep the animals out of the sweet corn. Yeah, you would have been ready for, uh, for the walking dead, for sure. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, you can listen to us on Apple podcasts on stitcher on google podcasts 
And uh, last but not least, certainly Spotify. Um, boy, I'd sure love, sure love if this thing just exploded into the universe and went viral. Hmm. And it was something awesome. So be a friend, tell a friend, watch the vids. But only if you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. True. If you don't think it's a Christmas movie. Still do the things, but we're going to secretly hate you. Yeah. Yep. Not so Won't secretly because like we're telling but, you right now, but you know. if you don't, if you don't like Big Red, you can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, you Big Red. <laughs> that f you. <laughs> oh man, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, oh man, well, what did we learn? We learned Christmas is the best time of year. Wow. We learned. Wow. No one um, learned that. <laughs> Certainly uh, not based off anything we said. <laughs> we learned that no. in a few years, you might be walking the streets with a lot of boners. Oh, nope. Okay. Wow. Because and a lot of like us. Gets, stuff like that gets you put on that list. Adam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and us too, probably. So maybe we'd stop saying <laughs> shit like that. And know. please. Please, for your own safety, check <laughs> snow piles before you jump in. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Hopefully, the report on the snow we got is not as bad as it says it's going to be. But the next time you hear our voices, I could be angry from <laughs> scooping snow all day long. But I do love yeah. winter, so you got to take the You love winter, bad. yeah. Yeah. Got to take the good to the bad. I might, you know what? I might go just make a shirtless snow angel. Wow. Do it for Thank the content. You. Nope. For the content, baby. For the content. I'll, I'll give you 20 bucks to dive off your balcony pad into the snow. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a little bit higher than that other one. <laughs> Challenge <Exactly>. accepted. <laughs> Depends on how much snow we get. Also, half of, three inches or 10 inches? Half of the area three. down there is sidewalk. <laughs> so <Yep. laughs> you're really going to have to thread that needle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, it's time to go. <laughs> I'm hot. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is it? I is mean, like... that, should be, that should be the cold open. <laughs> <laughs>
That is some epic payback right there. <laughs> but, Get hit freaking dead fish. He just knows how incredibly uncomfortable you are every time it happens. So, well, just imagine if you get the, that thing. the worst handshake ever. <laughs> just imagine if you get that thing swaying good enough and you get the momentum and you freaking smack someone with it. The torque you get on could get on that thing. Maybe just um, like Mike and his pinky. Wow. I can't. I want to go here in a couple minutes, but I cannot get over freaking slain wayne how is that a thing because how is slain wayne a thing slain wayne oh man sloppy robbie i'll send you an- i'll send you another good one <laughs> just some dark shit with yeah. these garbage pail kids i can't be- i honestly can't believe i've ever heard of them <laughs> yep so can you see the resemblance to Cabbage Patch there at all, Ped? For Guillotina. Oh my God. <laughs> Guillotina. Yeah. Yes, I can very much. Yep. But mother of God. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Guillotina. Guillotina. <laughs> this is right <laughs> up my alley. <laughs>